Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. And I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Miss Jo Alexis. Thank you, Roxanne, and welcome everybody to another one of our exciting episodes at Mums Figuring It Out. Um, today, it's a conversation with just Roxanne and I. I mean, I say just Roxanne and I, but you know, today... Uh, we've got a topic on independent thinking and we were just having a conversation about our children and how we raise them in terms of um, independence and you know for them to when do we start facilitating that process of them making their own decisions is about things that they want to do or don't want to do so I mean, we started talking about this saying this, this can start from a very early age in terms of, you know, when they're quite young, you can give them some basic decisions like, you know, do you want this or do you want that? You know, um, and it starts at that kind of stage when they're very young and then they get to adults like our children are. And those uh, those kind of skills are very different, aren't they, Roxanne? They are indeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, you know, going back to um, the point that we made about when our children are young, because sometimes as mothers or even parents, we can feel that, you know, they're too young or they don't know and therefore make their decisions for them. Whereas there are little, they're mini adults. And it's quite interesting to take that step back sometimes as a parent and observe them because they're, they're constantly making choices anyway. So if we br bring that out to the extent where they see with us that they're given room to make choices. So where you said, you know, is it this or that? So prime example, they're getting dressed. I know sometimes in the morning we're rushing and we haven't got time to ask them what they want to wear. But even something like that, if we could say take the extra few minutes and give them a choice. Do you want this item or this colour? Let's say socks, because I think most children wear socks. You know, we give them the choice of what colour socks they want to wear, and they choose the colour they want. Hopefully both matching and not one of one colour, one of another. But I mean, you say that, but odd socks is a thing, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> these days, does it? <laughs> but, you know, but that's it, you know, and we can laugh that, but it's true, even just something relatively simple like that, and as they get older, we then bring in more choice. You know, maybe, okay, what do you fancy for dinner today? And they, you know, you go shopping together and they help you choose the items to go into the meal and things like that. And it's, you know, we can make it playful, but it's still encouraging them to think. And, and sometimes, and there was, remember that famous quote, there was a famous quote, wasn't it? That um, only a certain percentage of people think and then the rest you know, don't want to think or something like along those lines. Mm. But it's so true because some, for some people, if they're not used to making decisions for themselves, having to think can actually be a challenge. What do you mm. think, Joe? Here we go. What do you think, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let me think. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it's so true. And actually, you know, as you're speaking, it's, it's, you know, when you see your child or children grow and you think about, you know, it's preparation for life. Out, which we can start at quite a young age um like you said you know if they're going to school or going out when they're quite young you know what color what socks do you want to wear and 
there will be sometimes days when it will be random. <laughs> we know this. Um, and um, But actually we are preparing them for making decisions in life, for um, their own self-awareness, for empowering them to know that I can make decisions. I have the right to make decisions. Um, and leading them towards that independence, which is ultimately what we want our children to have. Although, you know, we do get protective and like when they go to school, it's like, oh, you know, you feel that that little bit of, you know, having to let go and then high school, you know, the different stages of life. Um, but actually it is, it is something very powerful to instill with our children. So I definitely think that, um, you know, looking back now, I can see like, how it's, and, and also working with parents, I can see that it's um, really important that we actually do give our children these independent skills. And as I said, from like school age, you know, they can make decisions about things, you know, what they can have in their little snack box. And just, it's just starting to drip feed those little messages, allowing them to make those decisions um, so that they're more confident as well when they're older about their own decision making so they've got that confidence within their about their own decision making and not um feeling that they've got to people please which was another one of our which was links nicely with one of our other episodes but yeah i think it, it helps with building that confidence and that resilience to to make their own decisions and be true to themselves add into that and it doesn't necessarily mean that we give up responsibility as parents or that we just let our, let our children do anything because we can still create boundaries around mm. the choices that we're giving. So we're not being totally altruistic here. It, you know, there's still that level of you are a parent. And as a parent, we're here to guide because we're actually guardians. And creating the space and the scenario that, yes, our children understand that, they're, you know, wherever they go in life, there will be rules. There will be you know, certain things where certain lines you don't cross hopefully for some, and having that choice to make a decision within that and, and therefore developing that understanding as they get older that if they start to work somewhere and there's certain rules and criteria, within those rules and criteria, there are choices that you can still make. And I was having a conversation with somebody earlier on today, actually about something similar, about people who tend to get on and just do things because they see things need to be done. So for example, you could be in a work environment where you you keep your head down, you just get on, you do your work, but you see things need to get done and you just get on and do them. You don't wait for permission or you don't wait for somebody to point out to you, oh, this needs to be done. Whereas some people will literally think, oh, I've not been told to do that. So therefore I'm not going to do it, but they know it needs to be done. But they haven't given themselves permission and they wait for somebody else to give them permission to go ahead and do what to some of us is the logical thing to do because it has to be done and it's needed. Mm. So there's even that difference where we still see in adult life, in adult situations of people that just, you know, is it a self-assurance? Is it a self-confidence thing or is it strictly they're not trained to think and see things that way. So therefore they're due to their perception. That isn't something for them to get involved in. Mm. Yeah, but it, yeah, is it is it that they see it like that, or is it that they just haven't had that experience? So therefore, they don't think they have that permission to do it. If that makes mm. sense. So yeah. I feel like you know they, you know, like you said, they're waiting for somebody to allow them to do that. 
Um, and as we were talking about earlier, you know, when you start allowing your child to start making decisions from an earlier age, they're then developing that skill so that when they are older, they feel that they have got that kind of um, ability to make those decisions. Do you know what I mean? So I think mm. it, it's kind of part nurture, <laughs> like how are we nurtured? How are we, um, how we're raised, which gives us that kind of, yeah, as I said, confidence to to make those decisions. Because I think, yeah, I think you're right. Some people just don't see certain things or um, feel that they need permission to do certain things like and, and other people will like you said just be action takers they'll make a decision they'll roll with it um but i think it is a skill and i think it is something that can be developed so again self-awareness is identifying kind of where you are on that spectrum and you know do you need to step up your decision making skills um is that something you need to develop further so yeah i think there's room for growth in that area as well Oh, definitely. And while you were speaking, you just reminded me of a conversation, another conversation I had earlier with my youngest, because we, I was elsewhere yesterday. So that's when today I asked him a question around safety of the home. And I asked him the question, and as I was asking the question, I, I knew the answer in my head. Mm. And what he did, it was so funny, because he didn't even answer me verbally. He just looked at me. <laughs> you got and gave me a look as though <laughs> did you really just ask me that question because you know it would have been me to have got that sorted out and yeah. it was so funny because I was thinking oh that's the young man that I raised and that's the young man that I know but part of that is it's not me that's made him that way and I can't take credit for who he is because he has been I we call him an old soul because he sees what needs to be done and we'll do it even though he's not always happy about doing it but mm -hmm. it's like well this thing needs to get done and I'm here and if I leave it it may not get done so he'll do it but mm -hmm. we'll know he's done it yeah, yeah. let us know he's done it <laughs> in his own unique way yeah. <laughs> interesting because I think well you said you can't take credit for it but then have you cultivated the environment for him to be able to feel that he can make those decisions fair point I suppose so, yes, because he's not been restricted to the extent that he shouldn't do it. And I suppose he's had some level of responsibility in that you're there and you can do it and you're capable. So due to your capability, you do what needs to be done. But then, I, should, I won't be thankful for this, but then I've raised both of them in the same environment and there's certain elements of their characters play well in some scenarios and not yeah. as well in others so again we come back which we've discussed often as a parent you have to know your child mm. because it's when you know your child you can understand their own thinking and their own motivation and some things they will see and recognize that it comes down to their responsibility and other things they just look at and they compartmentalize <laughs> oh so and so deals with that so mm -hmm. you know and so I, yeah so what we were talking about those independent thinking is that and i know with them if they have to do it they will do everything but if somebody else is around it's like well okay so and so does that and maybe they feel that they don't want to step on the other person's toes mm. and therefore leave that to them because that's their domain and it's only when it's the buck literally stops with them will they do that task so 
again, this also plays into the work scenario that we were talking about earlier on. Yes, yes. I mean, there's so much to unpick, unpick here, isn't there, as you're talking. <laughs> like, hmm, but then there's this. Like, you, you know, you talked about, um, so yeah, with, with the environment, they've both been raised in the same environment. But obviously, they've all got, they've both got their own personality. So that plays into it as well. So it's not, it's not like hard and fast, just your environment or um, just personality. It, it's that combination, isn't it? Because we all know you can have more than one child raised in the same environment. And it doesn't mean that they're going to end up the same because obviously they've got their own unique identity. So, um, yes, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing as well, I think, is um, when we're talking about sort of giving them like decision, like allowing them to make decisions or um, choices is obviously about it being age appropriate, because um, we've talked about before, our, our children are a lot older now, they're adults. Mm. <laughs> so they make their own decisions generally. And again, you know, if you've got an adult child living in the household, it's like how do the dynamics there with, with decision making, um, you know, like you said, there's always the boundaries still, we still have boundaries in place. And you know, how do those dynamics work? And we've often talked about, you know, um, conversations that you can have with them and what they'll come to you with, or you'll find that they'll, they'll be coaching you sometimes, like you have a conversation and they're, you know, they're kind of asking you these questions and, and, and that kind of thing. And I think that those kind of dynamics, I really enjoy having those kind of conversations, um, which develops their independent thinking. And, you know, you get to understand how they're thinking from those conversations that you can, can have with them when they're older and able to express themselves better. You touched on something there around them being adults who think for themselves and it also ties into when they're not with you knowing that they've got the skills to make decisions for themselves in any environment because again let's face it a lot of parents nowadays are concerned when their children aren't with them you know what decisions are they making what environment are they in what friends are they with or associates and just that assurance that you've raised your child or children in such a way that they can think for themselves they're not necessarily influenced by the crowd they're not people pleasing when they're in certain social environments and they know well I either like this or I don't like this or this is for me this isn't for me and they can make a decision that's right for them that I think you know fundamentally I know for myself as a parent that gives me peace of mind Mm. in the okay they're not around me can they make a decision that's right for them and therefore they're okay I remember having conversations when they were younger around this and it was always I don't want anybody to come and tell me anything about you that I don't already know and that for me was something that I can deal with that if you're telling me you come and talk to me fine Mm. But if somebody comes and says to me, your child, blah, 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 and I'm unaware of it, and you haven't communicated with me, I cannot respond to that in any way. I just have to take what they're telling me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's unraveling a bit more. <laughs> hey, for mums out there with the younger ones, <laughs> good little tip. <laughs> good little tip for you right there. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. We've put a few little seeds out there, really, around just how do we as parents 
help and encourage our children to be able to make decisions and feel comfortable and confident making decisions for themselves, but making decisions that actually help them rather than decisions that may have repercussions. And do reach out to us, either email us at mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com or leave a comment on one of the platforms that um, you may be listening on. And we'd love to, we'd just love to hear your insights, any revelations that have come for you, whether or not we've inspired you to take an action that you hadn't thought of taking before, because we really want to bring you value. That's what this is about. We're all mums together, figuring it out as we go along. We've got a few tips because we've had a few more years in the role, but we're still here to learn as well. And as a community of mums, parents, if we can help each other to do what's best for ourselves, our families, then hopefully we can create something quite beautiful for those that come after us as well. So mm. thank you for tuning in and we're looking forward to hearing from you. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's, I'll just echo that, Roxanne, that, you know, we are all in this together and, you know, we're sharing stuff, but where, you know, we can learn things too. And, and like you said, we want to bring value to to you mums out there so if there is a topic that's burning inside you that you want to share let us know <laughs> we can do an episode on it so it's goodbye for me until next time take care okay all the best take care